Chapter 50 of The Wonderful Visit by H. G. Wells. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. But the angel, thinking that Gotch was dead, went wandering off in a passion of remorse and fear through the brakes and copses along the Sidder. You can scarcely imagine how appalled he was at this last and overwhelming proof of his encroaching humanity. All the darkness, passion, and pain of life seemed closing in upon him, inexorably, becoming part of him, chaining him to all that a week ago he had found strange and pitiful in men. Truly this is no world for an angel, said the angel. It is a world of war, a world of pain, a world of death. Anger comes upon one. I, who knew not pain and anger, stand here with blood-stains on my hands. I have fallen. To come into this world is to fall. One must hunger and thirst and be tormented with a thousand desires. One must fight for foothold, be angry and strike. He lifted up his hands to heaven, the ultimate bitterness of helpless remorse in his face, and then flung them down with a gesture of despair. The prison walls of this narrow passionate life seemed creeping in upon him, certainly and steadily, to crush him presently altogether. He felt what all we poor mortals have to feel sooner or later, the pitiless force of the things that must be, not only without us, but, where the real trouble lies, within. All the inevitable tormenting of one's high resolves, those inevitable seasons when the better self is forgotten. But with us it is a gentle descent, made by imperceptible degrees over a long space of years. With him it was the horrible discovery of one short week. He felt he was being crippled, caked over, blinded, stupefied in the wrappings of this life. He felt as a man might feel who has taken some horrible poison, and feels destruction spreading within him. He took no account of hunger or fatigue or the flight of time. On and on he went, avoiding houses and roads, turning away from the sight and sound of a human being in a wordless, desperate argument with fate. His thoughts did not flow but stood banked back in inarticulate remonstrance against his degradation chance directed his footsteps homeward and at last after nightfall he found himself faint and weary and wretched stumbling along over the moor at the back of siddermorton he heard the rats run and squeal in the heather and once a noiseless big bird came out of the darkness passed and vanished again and he saw without noticing it a dull red glow in the sky before him End of chapter 50